0: David
1: Collins. Minute, half
0: hour.
1: Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-Minute Half Hour Show. I'm your host, David Collins. We have another great episode for you today, filmed right from our brand new HD studio. Really looking forward to it. Jerry brought up to me this week. We haven't done a top 10 list this season. Everybody knows how much I love a top 10 list. So we thought we'd do a David Collins 30-minute, half-hour show top 10 list this week. Top 10 comics with the name Aaron. Starting off at number 10, Aaron Pure. Aaron Pure is an American stand-up comedian, artist, and voice actor from Dallas, Texas, best known for his 2016 stand-up special, In Spite Of. We have a great show planned for you today. Before we start the show, though, Color of the Day. Today's Color of the Day... Permanent Crimson. Permanent Crimson is a shade of red. Well known as Fugitive, it is translucent in the wild, made up of 200 red, 32 green, 54 blue. Today's color of the day, Permanent Crimson. We have a brand new sponsor of today's show. Really looking forward to it. I asked Jerry to reach out to a local nonprofit this week since our guest today is actually blind. Today's sponsor, Audible Visions in Galena, Illinois. Audible Visions is a nonprofit organization who aims to make art, media, entertainment, and tourism more accessible to people with low vision and other disabilities. Audible Vision primarily serves the Galena area, hoping to expand to other regions around Illinois and nationally. Learn more at audible visions.com. Today's guest is blind Mike Geary, and we're going to get straight into world news with David Collins. And Mike, I like to ask this to any guest that we have on the show there when I ask when I say world news what are you thinking about this week yeah what are you thinking about you think of world news this week
0: I can't get past and I don't mean to peel back the curtain maybe I'm uh, I'm ruining the bit here but I was waiting for the rest of the top 10 I feel like you you skimmed over some of the names
1: Oh well, we're gonna get right into that we like to do over the oh, top okay. 10 throughout the course of the show and then at the end of the show we've landed on number one.
0: All right. Interesting.
1: World news, though. Have you heard about this with Paris Hilton? She was getting a little backlash showing pictures of her baby. Did you see this? I've not seen this. No. People were making fun of Paris Hilton for her baby having a pretty big head. You didn't right. see any of these pictures, huh? No. Well, the thing I that I seen got many me, pictures ever. No. I'm not sure what bad things you can say. Personally, I'm jealous that baby's going to be able to continue the family catchphrase. That's hot air balloon. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we look at number 9 on our top 10 list of comics with the name Aaron? Number 9, Aaron Nicholson from Marvel Comics. Also known as The Answer, he's a Spider-Man villain from Earth-616 found in Marvel Comics. Here's a little light story for the season here. Some advice for Halloween this year. Pediatricians at Emergency Medicine at Boston Medical Center this week provided a comprehensive list of things to do to ensure you and your family have a safe Halloween this year. The list includes safety tips like, it's safer to stay on well-lit streets, make sure shoes fit and costumes are short enough to move around without tripping, and other things like, don't forget to breathe. <laughs> what are you, doing, are you doing trick-or-treating this year, Mike?
0: I I didn't. Plan
1: on it. No. No? Not a big trick-or-treater? What about dressing up? Do you have any costumes in mind? Maybe, uh, uh, victim of Hamas? Is that topical? Uh Uh-oh. A little edgy. We have been getting a little edgier on this next season, though. Maybe you've heard of this story. A Connecticut truck crashed this week. Did you hear about this? I have not. The death of 14 cows that were in that truck. Unfortunately, 30 of the cows did survive. Although even the driver was left okay, I was happy to see. I'm a little worried this is going to start a new TikTok trend of cow truck tipping.
0: Boy, that would be devastating.
1: Although, if that is a new TikTok trend, at least be able to see Mike talk about it on one of his shows there. We'll get into that pretty soon. Did you see about comedian Hasan Minhaj? He was in the news this week. Oh,
0: is he he back in the news? We talked about his... uh... Basically, he was exposed as a liar. Right, it was a bit of an
1: old story. Now, he was apparently embellishing some of his stories in his stand-up routine. I believe we have a clip here. We can take a little listen. He grabs a stack of letters. He hands them to me. I rip it open. I flip it over. And all this white powder falls into the stroller. (laughs) And it falls on my daughter's shoulder. Her neck, her cheeks. And she's staring at me. And I run upstairs and I tell
2: Bina, and this
1: time I can't lie. <laughs> well, I guess if it's all for the sake of the joke, it is too bad, though. It turns out all of his stand-up was just a Hassan Mirage. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. All right, you're winning me over. I like this. <laughs> well, that's great. Why don't we introduce today's guest? Our guest today is a broadcaster, co-host, and host of many podcasts. A blind American, you may have seen him as a team member of Barstool Sports, playing ping-pong with Dave Portnoy, or taking a swing at the batting cages. Just like me, our guest started in radio in college with a radio show at Westfield State University in Massachusetts. Today he is best known as a co-host of The Kirk Minahan Show and Who Are These Socials? And host. I wouldn't of... say
0: co-host, but
1: <laughs> sidekick. I guess. He's some, sometimes guest on the career Is that of... interesting? You know, I'd like to know the difference between a co-host and a sidekick. Of course, you know, it might sound be like a little different terminology then, but I understand that you did start in radio at the same time, or host and creator of his own show, Blind Mike Project, or Why Are You Laughing? Please make some noise for our great guest today, Blind Mike Geary. Wow. Thank
0: you. Thank you, everyone.
1: And we'd love to learn more about you and things that you're working on. But first, why don't we look at number eight on our top ten list of comics with the name Aaron. Aaron Chen. Born and raised in Sydney, Australia, Aaron has quickly climbed the ranks of the international comedy scene. Aaron Chen. I gotta say I'm not too familiar with these Aarons. I gotta uh, do my research. Is that right? Well, maybe once we get closer to number one there. We had one segment we want to learn more about you, but I had one segment I had to jump into right away this week here. Good luck. That's right. A new segment, David Collins' thoughts and prayers. And this is a story that is kind of an unavoidable this week. I'm not sure if we're going to see any resolution anytime soon. But I did want to send my thoughts and prayers to Jeff Dye. He was involved in a car accident this week in his Tesla, fled the scene and ended up being charged with a DUI. Did you see this story? Oh, jeez. Is that true? It's a true story. He was found about three blocks away from where he had crashed into the tree and is now being charged with a DUI. Oh, shit. Jeff Dye. Are you familiar with Jeff Dye? I know you're, a, you're very comedy wary.
0: A little bit. Um, I don't know a lot of his stand-up, but he told a story on Ari Shafir's This Is Not Happening that was uh, very funny. That's really the only way I'm familiar with him.
1: Certainly a name and a poster and a face that I've seen around, but I'm not too sure if I've ever seen him in person. Fleeing from the crash is embarrassing enough, but it's going to be tough living down the name Jeff DUI.
0: <laughs> I suppose that's true. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: So, Probably the worst of it all. Mike, you're a broadcaster. I understand you started in radio and now you've hosted and co-hosted many shows but I was curious are you also a stand-up comedian do you do stand-up comedy no many of the people that we have on our show are stand-up comedians it's nice though I love having people that have the same background in radio as I do although I did start stand-up comedy the same year that I started in radio there you're not a stand-up comedian
0: (laughs) no I'm not uh, big fan of stand up, but I never thought I never had uh, enough confidence to really
1: write. You have a whole show, Why Are They Laughing? A comedy history podcast. It was very interesting, and I was listening to some of that. I actually i have been known as a bit of a hot interviewer. I'm gonna have to confront you on something that we heard on that show, but I also heard that you have a lot of comedians on that show. Who do you think is the favorite comedian you've ever had co hosting with you?
0: Um, well, I've really only had two comics on that show, uh, right. Katie
1: Hannigan and Anthony DeVito.
0: Um, and uh anthony devito got it immediately and was a great guest katie hannigan i'm not sure she totally knew what the format was so it might have been a little
1: uh
0: weirder a little more awkward
1: but uh... Right, and it's interesting that you say formats because I'm a big fan of podcast formats, and we actually want to talk specifically about that in the future here, but this sound means it's time for our first game. I'm not sure if anybody let you know, but we do play games on this show. Our first game today is geared just towards you, a fan of radio history just like me, Shock Jock Radio Trivia. So we're gonna go through the name of a bit. And you have some options. That bit was either done by Howard Stern, Bob and Tom, or Opie and Anthony. And you're gonna to have to tell us which one of those groups this bit came from. Are you ready to play? Oh, Shock Jock Radio Trivia. Yes, I'm ready. Perfect, why don't we jump into round one here. Before we do that though, why don't we look at number six on our top 10 list of comics with the name Aaron. Jason Aaron is an American comic book writer best known for his work on Marvel series Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Thor, Punisher Max, and the Avengers. And that's why Jason Aaron finds his place on our top 10 list of comics named Aaron. It feels like we're bending the rules a little bit. Why don't we look at round one here of ShockJock Radio trivia. The Man Song. The Man Song. Was that Howard Stern, Bob and Tom, or Opie and Anthony?
0: That, fe- that could be early stern, but it feels like Bob and Tom. It's, it's a little generic. I'm going to go with
1: Bob and Tom. That's right. That's a great start to this game. The Man Song, a humorous song written and performed by Sean Mori, celebrating manhood and poking fun at stereotypical male behavior. That sounds fun there. If anybody knows The Man Song, make sure you email me and let me know. DC30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Why don't we look at round two here?
0: You're just collecting emails of people that know the song.
1: <laughs> well, we like to we like to have some you know interaction. Make sure people are enjoying the show. Let me know, and gotcha. if we're on the same page, there we have some emails we're going to be going over later in the show there oh, too. Okay, good. Round two. Bobo's top five questions for David Letterman. Ooh. Round okay. two. I was
0: going to say Opie and Anthony first when I heard Bobo, but that sounds like Howard Stern's Bobo, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Would you like to lock that in? I'm going to lock it in. That's right. Bobo's top five questions for David Letterman, an impromptu segment which Stern show caller Bobo wanted to ask late night icon David Letterman's a funny five questions, but never got the chance. That's that fun. That a good
0: question too, because two of the shows have a Bobo, so it was a, it was a tricky
1: one. Is that right? We like to be tricky with these questions. Why don't we look at round three? Do you like this game? I'm loving it so far. That's perfect. Round three, Battle of Wits. Battle of Wits.
0: That's, again, these generic ones, that feels like a Bob and Tom. I'm going to go Bob and Tom. Lock it in.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. On. It's good, though. You were on a right track. That's only one wrong. Battle of Wits was Howard Stern. Oh, all a right. historic segment from 2001 where Howard Stern forced reoccurring guests Beetlejuice and Gary the Retard to attempt to answer trivia questions such as, How do you spell red? Gotcha. I missed that one. A legendary segment, I'm sure. Why don't we look around for our last round of this game? Cherry darts.
0: That is Opie and Anthony. 100%.
1: Maybe a bit of a giveaway, though. Even I knew that one. A 2000 and 2004 radio bit by Radio Shock Jocks' Opie and Anthony. Contestants would come into the station and attempt to throw whipped cream-covered cherries into their partner's rear end. Yes. Talk about edgy.
0: Oh, it was wacky.
1: So your shows, we really want to get into here, and I want to ask you a little bit, but then we look at number five on top ten list of comics with the name Aaron. Number five, Aaron Simmons. Aaron Simmons is a UK-based comedian who performs in a wheelchair. How about that? Wow. A disabled comedian who's well-known for joking. He's, quote, not disabled enough. Oh, that sounds edgy. That's good that he can poke fun at himself there. Yeah, sure. So tell me about your history in broadcasting. Uh, Now, here's something. You host so many shows. (laughs) Where did you start? Which is the first show that you began hosting?
0: Uh, The first show I ever hosted was Dirty Mike and the Boys when I was at uh, Westfield State University. It was a college radio
1: station. Fascinating. Uh, Shout out KSDB. I also started in Manhattan State University, too.
0: Okay, very good. Uh, so we actually got thrown off our airwaves we were speaking of edgy we were too edgy we used a word that got us uh kicked off the radio station really well we have the ability to
1: bleep things here would you mind sharing that word if it's a little too off the off the wall we can definitely take care of it
0: i gotta say i don't even think you're gonna have to bleep it this is these are the crazy times we were living in
1: you know it's crazy i believe i was also fired from my radio station i'm not sure if that led to a firing too and it wasn't even because of a word it was a harmless april fool's prank but what was your word it was the word "broad." I referred to a woman as a broad. Right. Well, I could definitely see. You know, I believe you might. Maybe were you telling an Andrew Dice Clay joke? Uh,
0: I was not. It was a it was a Geary original, as a matter
1: of fact. A Geary original. That's interesting. Yes. Broad. If anybody's offended by the word "broad," I'd be curious to know. Make sure you email me dc thirty minute half hour at gmail dot com. We'd be curious to know there. Yeah. So you host so many shows now. You have who are these socials? The Kirk Minahan show. You do your own shows that you organize. How do you do what you do?
0: Uh, how do I? <laughs> I, just, I just do it. I keep grinding, I guess. Keep my head
1: down and <laughs> so your turn show, out content. Here's a good question. You host the show, Why Are They Laughing? So you go over why specials. Why are you laughing,
0: actually? I have
1: to correct you. It's Why Are You Laughing?
0: Yes, that's the title.
1: I always, you know, I always want to say, why are they laughing? Almost, you know, why are these guys laughing over there? But it's Why Are You Laughing? Almost antagonistic. So... <laughs> I want to ask you this, though. You're looking at so many different comics, so you probably have a good idea of what makes a good comedy special and how these people become famous. What makes a good comic? Uh, I mean, having a voice that's true to yourself, I suppose.
0: uh, I don't think there are any rules to being a good comedian.
1: Is that right? We asked this to a friend of the show, Jameson Tate, who ended up moving to New York after we had recorded an episode with him. But he said that what makes a good comic is not asking that question. Would you agree with that?
0: That's probably fair. I actually think that's pretty astute advice.
1: Oh, right. We had this note here. Jerry, we wanted to talk a little about this. We're thinking about starting a podcast producer exchange program, but I'm not sure. Just because we were talking, I'm not sure. This shouldn't have made it into the show notes in any re- for any reason. Well, it makes it find a podcast format, so I did want to talk about You had mentioned this format before, but you work on a show called Who Are These Socials? And this really struck me as interesting because of course coming from radio myself we're used to taking in callers and maybe getting some of their jokes in on the show and you do something interesting on that show where you're actually having people watching the show send in jokes themselves where you then read them on the show that's a that's an interesting format there how did you guys kind of come up with that
0: well i i don't know if that's the format of the show it's really just reading the the chat it's a way we people super chat us which is a way to, we don't have ads on the show, so I guess it's a way for the show to make money. Right. I don't know if I would describe it as the format of the show.
1: Okay, well, I understand that. Well, I I wouldn't describe, you know, maybe people play video games, but it's kind of similar where it's more of an interactive, it's almost like you're all watching it together, whatever. How would you describe the format of who are these socials? Uh,
0: Well, I think Carl generally refers to it as laughing at jerks, essentially. It's a spinoff of the who are these podcasts uh, format, but we look specifically at social media. And uh, much like social media, I think we go a little more rapid fire than Who Are These Podcasts. To I spend, see. Uh, Maybe hitting amounts.
1: more topics than what, what you might be used to on another show.
0: Exact. That's exactly right.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I'm glad we could kind of build some rapport here and break the ice because I do have something. I've been known as a bit of a hot interviewer, and I need to confront you on something here. We have a clip that I wanted to take a listen to. Now, you're blind. That's correct?
0: That's Yes, actually. My blind mic is, stems from my visual impairment.
1: And that's that's, when I, that's what I presumed there. But why don't we take a little listen to this clip here and we'll just have you respond to it directly. Um,
0: I was at my house. We were in high school, I believe still. And uh, my buddy Tom was over and we were playing pool. We had a pool table in my house. And I remember we were playing pool and I don't think we would have had... I certainly didn't. I don't think Tom would have had a smartphone yet. So I don't know if someone texted him or what happened. But we heard that uh, Bernie Mac died. And I I Oh, it must have been me. Someone must have texted me because I told Tom. And he goes, you're kidding me. And this is a guy, like I said, I liked his show, but he didn't really have an impact on me or yeah. my life. And Tom goes, wow, really? And I go, yeah, he's dead. Very sad. I guess he had pneumonia, as we thought at the time. And then uh, took a couple more shots. And my buddy Tom just standing there with his hands on his pool cue. <laughs> minutes later, I'd moved on. <laughs> and Tom just goes. Just can't believe he's dead.
1: <laughs> and I was like, hey, "Get over it, man! Believe it." <laughs> <laughs> so, in this story, though, of course, it's a fun story about about your friend and your interaction of the death no, of I a ask, legendary comedian. I, but two things happen me? in that story. Of course, one thing, the first thing that you notice is you're playing pool in this story, and and in fact, somewhat impatient about how the game is being played, which which strikes me as interesting. And the second yeah. thing is that you're taking texts. During this story, yes. so I'm curious how, how this all works. Were you blind in this story as well? Is this a new...
0: <laughs> Are you suggesting this is all a ruse?
1: I just wanted to kind of address the situation. We were, Jerry had found this clip, and I thought it was interesting that we couldn't yes. find any information on it. We would have expected the internet to be going wild with the with the rumors on this, and it seemed to have just kind of gone to the wayside.
0: I didn't realize this would be so hard-hitting, so I'm a little uh, t- you know, off my game a little bit here. You've got me flustered. But I will say, I'm I'm legally blind. And so at the time, I could definitely see a little better. I guess you could say I could pose as sighted when I was in high school. Okay. And then over the years, my eyesight has worsened, degenerated, if you will.
1: Right. Yes. I see. Well, that's too bad there. I'm sorry to bring it up. We try to avoid negativity, but I was curious. You know, maybe it was, (laughs) I wouldn't call it a ruse, but it might be, you know, something along those lines. Why don't we look at number four on our top ten list of comics with the name Aaron? Aaron Kleber, voted best local comedian by Pittsburgh Magazine. Aaron has opened for Steve O, Jim Brewer, Mitch Faitel, and many more. Aaron Kleber, nice. Do you know any of these these
0: names? Can I ask?
1: Oh, these are these are fantastic comedians. The best Aaron's that you could find with that are also comics here. We have a brand new segment that we wanted to introduce here as a congratulations.
2: You did it. You did it.
1: David Collins' slow clap. We have a slow clap that we need to hand out this week. This week, we have a very special slow clap to a friend of the show, Tyler Meyerhoff. Tyler Meyerhoff was featured on the show about six months ago and has begun to expand his local fame nationally. A few weeks ago, he was in Las Vegas rubbing elbows with the best comedians of today. In November, he will be in Florida participating in Gas Digital's Carnival of Combat. For that, a very special special David Collins' slow clap goes to Tyler off today.
0: Yes. Do you have any slow exciting. claps
1: you'd like to hand out today? Do I have any slow claps I'd like to hand out? Anybody? Any, any slow claps to anybody in particular? Um, <laughs> uh, well, my buddy Vinny Paulino has recently- Vinny Paulino. Had... We've had him on the show.
0: Yes, I. Wa- he's been going through a rough time, so I'd like to give him a sort of an uplifting slow clap, if that's OK.
1: Oh, that's perfect. Vinny Paulino had a slow clap. Why don't we look at number three on our top 10 comics with the name Aaron. Aaron Weaver, a Chicago comic who has been doing stand-up since 2008. Shortly after moving to LA, he was named one of Comedy Central's Comics to Watch. Nice. Aaron Weaver.
0: Wow, that's pretty good.
1: What are you doing? I'm emailing David Collins. And that sound means it's time for David Collins' call-ins and emails. We have some voicemails that we wanted to go over today, some fun new voicemails, and some fun reoccurring guests here. Looks like we got another call-in from friend of the show, Austin Ingalls, a local stand-up comedian. Let's see what he has to say this week. Dave Collins, Austin Ingalls here. Tell you what, this new season two, it's one for the books, buddy. Got another joke for you. Everyone received that emergency alert system text last week. That emergency alert system and I have something in common. We both came early. And everyone involved was left saying, is that it? Thank you, David. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> well, thanks so much for that voicemail, Austin Ingalls. Always great to hear for you. What do you think of that joke, Mike?
0: Sounds like you should be doing the top 10 Austins. And he would be at the top,
1: no? That's right. Top 10 Austins. Maybe we'll have to think about one of these weeks, but he definitely would be at the top. We had him on the show early into David Collins' 30-minute, half-hour show. Talk about somebody who's good at these games. Oh, is that right? Very good at these games. We had a, a call in how, how here. I, can I ask, how did I do? Did I win? Well, you did great on that first game. You, you know, we're going to have another game coming up, and then I get to ask you which game you enjoyed more. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, good. Why don't we take a little listen to Art Johnson. He sent in his email here. I didn't get his location, but he sent us this voicemail, Art Johnson.
2: Hey, David. uh, My name is Art Johnson. I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, Just wanted to call in and uh, tell you about the time I was down at the old... Local watering hole. That's, that's what I call my favorite bar, Smokies. <laughs> well, Julie was telling Susan something about her kid being sick, and uh, Julie said her kid vomited. Now, Susan goes, well, better coming out than going in. And then that's when I blurted out, that's what she said. And you should have seen the look on old <laughs> Julie's face. It was, her, her, her face was so red. And uh, after that, uh, you know, all I could think was, wow, you know, a, a comedian like David could probably use that story in one of his skits. Now, uh, now she's a nice lady and everything. So you better change your name before you go telling that on stage. Thanks,
1: David. Right. And thanks so much for that joke there, Art. I'm not sure. Maybe if you go on stage, you might be able to tell that joke at some point. Mike, if you're scrounging for material, of course, I, I do have some material. more of a storyteller. Maybe not one of the one of those types of jokes there.
0: Okay. So I could use that, you're saying?
1: Is definitely. You could definitely use that if you'd oh, prefer. You. And a special sou- shout out here. We did get an email here from Kevin Clancy in Massachusetts who let us know that he got all of the answers correct last week with Anthony Zenhauser as a guest. You got all the answers correct on all of those games that week, so congratulations seems... to Kevin there.
0: Are you sure he was in Massachusetts? That's I know, I know a Kevin Clancy, actually.
1: Is that right? Maybe it's that same person. You'd be surprised the reach of this show. You know, we I'm not even sure what you might be listening to it on right now. It's become such a large show. Why don't we look at number two of our top ten list here of comics with the name Aaron. Aaron oh, from the comic The Walking Dead. Aaron was one of the original residents of Alexandria's safe zone. That
0: feels, I gotta say, I waited through this whole list, that feels a little
1: underwhelming. Well, of course, you know it's a famous Aaron there. Aaron was responsible for bringing Rick and his group into Alexandria and developed a close bond with the group, making Aaron one of Rick's most trusted allies. And that's why Aaron from the comic The Walking Dead finds himself in number two on David Collins' 30 minute and a half hour show list of top ten comics with the name Aaron.
0: I feel like you said stand-up comic repeatedly.
1: Nope. Comics with the name Aaron there. We have a new segment. Unfortunately, we don't have a sounder that introduces us to this new segment here. But we have a new segment that we've been going all the way since the beginning of this season. David Collins' Star Search. We've had a comedian. We've had a musical act. And this next one is named Delicious from Illinois. I expected a comedy act. Jerry warned me. Not exactly a comedy act. But maybe we'll let you be the judge, Mike. Let's take a little listen.
3: What is up? David Collins, 30 minute, half hour show. The second I heard David Collins was doing a star search, I was all about it. I'm delicious. I'm just really good at smoking weed. Like, like just really good at it. And I'm really good at making it too. So, um, I'm from all over the place, by the way. I so am in a legal state and always have been. Mm-hmm. Alright, so this is what we're gonna do. So, here, bear with me. Alright, we're gonna zoom in on the weed plant. Trim it. gotta have good scissors, man. I've got like 30 pairs of scissors. All right. And then, uh, obviously, I'm a fan of uh, Rick and Morty. Pokemon Trey, and who the fuck else do you know that has a Pokemon fucking
1: ball grinder, Then, yeah. yeah.
3: Alright, is-
1: Well, thank you for that submission, Delicious, from Illinois. You know, I'm not exactly... It's unfortunate, he did send in more of a visual... If you look it up on YouTube there, we are going to be showing the visual elements that he included. Unfortunately, more of a visual submission. We are generally more of an audio format there, but that was delicious. What did you think about that?
0: It's interesting, why Why would you choose a visual submission of all weeks this week?
1: Well, he, he chose to, to send that in there, so we wanted to give him his opportunity for his comedy act. And like I said, it's a friend of Jerry's, so we wanted to make sure he got an opportunity there.
0: Okay, it seems like, it, uh, I'm just saying, it seems like you could have done that next week.
1: Right, maybe just unfortunate timing. That sound means it's time for our second and last game. Hopefully another great game for you there. This game is called Paradox or Paradox. We're gonna go over movies and TV shows, and you're gonna have to say, is that TV show based on two doctors, a pair of docs, or time travel or something that might involve a paradox. Are you ready to play, Mike? Paradox Hi. or Paradox?
0: Did you get this game from Scorch, by any chance?
1: You know, we've actually gone back and forth. He stole my "what the f" dude. I realized recently. I'm not sure if we actually actually steal. I met him last October, incidentally. I'd lost my job in uh, April of 2022, and I had a buddy. I had moved up to Illinois or up to Iowa. Here, I have family in this area. My mother was in Iowa City, and I have some friends in Illinois. And one person knew that I was a little beat up. They brought me up to a radio convention up in Wisconsin last October, and I actually had an opportunity to meet Scorch. There was a that was a very interesting thing, but we did talk a little about some things, you know, maybe some of these are somewhat inspired by Scorch, but it's tough to know. I can definitely give you examples of things that he's using that I had mentioned on that meeting, though.
0: You borrow from each other is what you said.
1: That's that's, and I think that's kind of common throughout the radio industry there. Certainly, yeah. Why don't we look at round one here of paradox or paradox? Round one, raising hope. Raising uh, hope. I believe that's a paradox. Would you like to be more specific? Maybe I don't know the rules of the game. Well, is it a pair of doctors or is it a paradox?
0: Oh, no, no. A a time-traveling paradox.
1: Oh. I'm sorry. Raising Hope is a pair of docs. Oh, damn. All right. Dr. Andrew and Dr. Barney. American television sitcom that aired on Fox from September 2010 to April 2014. That was Raising Hope. Okay. Why don't we look at round two? Do you like this game? I'm loving it so far, Do you yes. think you like this game more than the first game that we played? Uh, can I wait until after we're done? Why don't we get into round two here? The Prestige. Like...
0: Uh, that, the I Prestige. believe, is a, a time paradox. All right.
1: That's right. The Prestige. Paradox. The Prestige is a 2006 psychological thriller film directed by Christopher Nolan, and starring Christian Bale, The Prestige. Very good. Why don't we look at round three here? Paradox or Paradox? Round three, Primer. Primer. Oh,
0: boy. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to guess based on the name. It feels like a time paradox. I hate to say that again.
1: Would you like to lock that in? I'll lock it in. That's right, Primer, a 2004 film starring Shane Carruth, an American independent psychological science fiction film about the accidental discovery of time travel. That was Primer, Paradox or Paradox. What did you think about that game?
0: I I gotta say, I think that was a better game than the first. I think they were both great games and uh, very well crafted.
1: Well, that's great to hear. I think that that second game, just like you mentioned they're probably more getting the calls in. That's something that friend you mentioned is actually kind of known for, getting those calls in. Let's look at number one on our top ten list of comics with the name Aaron. Aaron Berg. Originally from Toronto, Aaron Berg is currently a New York City comedian. He has worked on multiple shows with Gas Digital Network and put out his own comedy special, stands down Aaron right. Berg yes I do know I know who Aaron Berg is that's exciting well that's great I'm glad we could get somebody familiar on that list there and that was David Collins 30 minute and a half hour shows top 10 list of comics with the name Aaron Blind Mike thank you so much for appearing on the show today do you have anything else that you want to say to our audience uh, this was
0: tremendous go to blindmike.net that's where all my shows are and uh thank you for having me I guess
1: and thanks so much for being here. That's perfect. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David
0: Collins 30 minutes. Show with David.